0: Oh, good evening, Patriots. It's your boy, Scott, here from Oak Societies, and it's been way too long. I am glad to be back in the saddle. How's everyone doing tonight? How's everyone doing? I am so happy to be back, fully rested, fully ready to go. I just chugged my coffee. I am jacked up. I am good to go. I wish I got my coffee here from Redline Diner. It's funny that Dan Scavino tweeted this pitch I probably live about 20 minutes from this uh, diner. It's right here in Fishkill. Right across the bridge, you go right across the Hudson and there it is. But I'm glad to be here. We're gonna talk about this uh these red lines for a little bit, but we're gonna be covering everything and anything like we do here on Woke Society. So welcome in everybody. It's your it's your host Scott, the creator of channel of Woke Societies. Welcome to everybody here on D Live, on Twitch, on Pill.net, and on Periscope. We're gonna have a great show today, and we're gonna be mainly focusing in on the the foreign inter- the more more evidence is flowing in about foreign interference on our elections and nobody knows right now where the uh what direction is going to be going as trump if trump and his legal team are going to be going where are we going to be going as far as the election is uh pence is pence going to uh, pull the uh, pence card we don't know but what we're going to be talking about is all possibilities. But we're going to be honing in on that specifically. And, of course, we're going to end the show talking about the vaccine and Bill Gates and some shady, shady things that are going on over there and Bill Gates' world. Like blocking out the sun, for example. Yes, we're going to get into all this tonight and so much more. So thank you all for joining in. I'm glad to be back. It was definitely weird on um, taking over three days off. I'm, like, looking at my content. It's like, man. Man, this stuff is, uh, I gotta do something soon. I'm gonna forget how to do this. I was <laughs> like, holy crap, holy crap. But uh, we're gonna wait for everyone to come in here. We're gonna jump right into the news today of getting all the random stuff out of the way. And then we're gonna get into our funny video, of course, like we always do. And we're gonna have a good time. You guys are gonna be entertained. You're gonna laugh. You're gonna, you're gonna love. You're gonna be angry. And we're all gonna do it together. This is a therapy session for all of us here on Woke Society, as I can tell you that right now. Thank you guys for all the donations so far. The lemons. You guys can donate on, on DLive in the about section. You guys over there on Twitch. You guys can donate on Power Chat through Pilled. And all the links are in the description below if you want to make a donation. I don't have a PayPal anymore. So if you want to make a donation, do it right through the Cash App. I'll get that directly, which goes right back in the show. So. Let's get into the random news of the day, shall we? This one makes me feel good in my soul, ladies and gentlemen. Just the news, Delaware shop owner in Hunter Biden case files 500 million defamation suit against Twitter. Oh, this is good, this is good. In a case case certain to test the limits of legal immunity, in the digital era, Delaware shop owner embroiled in the Hunter Biden laptop controversy has filed a $500 $500 $500 million defamation, not a $500, $500 million defamation lawsuit against Twitter, alleging he was falsely portrayed as a hacker by the social media giant. John Paul Isaac filed the lawsuit Monday in U.S. District Court, Miami, far from Lillington, Delaware, a computer repair shop, where he claims that in 2019, a man identifying himself as Hunter Biden dropped off a laptop and never came back to pick it up. And so, we, as we all know how the story goes, it was Twitter's claim that the laptop material violated its hacking policy, which they now have updated. That triggered Mac Isaac's lawsuit, which alleges the social media company made several false and negligent statements. And anytime that anybody is going to take on big tech, I am fully 100% behind that person. I don't know if he's gonna win this lawsuit. I am sure though, I am sure uh, this owner here Got a high-powered lawyer, probably got some help from uh, who knows, maybe Trump team helped him out a little bit here, to go after. That's pure speculation. I don't know if that's true, but to go after Twitter and sue the hell out of them. I hope he, uh, I hope he wins this, and I hope it opens the door um, for more lawsuits against big tech because more than anybody, you guys know me and my friends, we hate big tech more than anybody for the for the things that they have done to us or families, the way of making income, and this was pretty funny. So. We'll have to see. Some people in the chat are saying this was already kicked out. It was already kicked out. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Well, anyways, moving on here. <laughs> Apparently, the judge already threw that out. I didn't catch that. So, moving on here. Anyone going to D.C. for the six? Just as something, this isn't just a heads up here. I'm pointing this story out because, simply, this is this is something I could definitely see happening in the uh, in Washington D.C. And the tweet tweet here reads from Philip Lewis, the Proud Boys have made Hotel Harrington their gathering spot when they're in D.C. The hotel just put out a statement that they'll close January 4th to the 6th when thousands of Trump supporters are expected to come to the Capitol for a last-ditch rally. Many just lost reservations. And as you can see here, this is a new tactic that they're using. They didn't call out a specific group. They're just shutting down specifically for these dates. And of course, it runs all the way through the 6th. We will not be accommodating guests with the exception of our long-term residents who call our hotel home. Refunds will be made for all prepaid reservations. Notifications are being sent to all reservation holders beginning today. Do you see, and this has nothing to do with the Proud Boys, um, because I'm sure if Antifa if Antifa were to rent out all these rooms in D.C., they'd have no problem doing it. Not, And you guys can have your views on, on Proud Boys, whether they're good or bad. I'm not here to judge anybody. All I'm saying here is if you even have a a tent of Trump supporter in you or a little bit, I can guarantee you right now, more hotels are probably going to follow suit and carry these actions out as well. And just shutting them down. Um, and maybe maybe we're, we're going to see more stories of hotels shutting down maybe the day before or the day of telling people they're giving them enough notice. And as they're getting there, they're telling them they can't stay there. I can see that happening. So if anybody is going to um, to DC on the 6th, please have a backup plan to your backup plan because it looks like um, shady people are gonna be uh, continue to be shady to anybody um, that's that's at all a Trump supporter. Maybe it's just this hotel. Maybe this is a one-off story I'm hoping, but let's see what happens. Anybody that's going out there, please be safe. Now, I wanna also just bring up this other story here about Ghislaine Maxwell. This is very good news. Judge rejects Ghislaine Maxwell's 28 and dollar bail package, and that is a hefty, hefty bail to put up to get out, but guess what? It's not gonna be enough. A federal judge on Monday shot down Ghislaine Maxwell's proposed 28 and bail package, saying she still believes the accused Jeffrey Epstein, Madam, is a flight risk, and she absolutely is. While U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan's full order was filed under seal, she released a two-page summary describing her reasons for rejecting the British socialist's second bid for home confinement. The court concludes that none of the new information that the defendant presented in support of her application has a material bearing on the court's determination that she poses a flight risk, wrote Nathan, who said that in reaching her decision, she considered the nature of the crime, the weight of the evidence and Maxwell's background. I love this judge and I love this judge because no matter what, even throwing 28 and a half million dollars at the courts to just get a home confinement is still gonna not, still not gonna be enough for this judge. That's pretty much telling, um, Ghislaine here and the lawyer, no matter what kind of money you're going to throw at us to get bail, you're not getting it. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, just remember, not many uh, criminals know how to pilot a submarine. Just remember that or a helicopter. This woman, she can do both. So you can sit there and tell me, yes, I'll be fine. I will I will sit cozy in my home. Meanwhile, she could easily probably dig a tunnel to China and nobody would even know or to anywhere else or even hop in a submarine and pile the hell out of here and never be seen again. So that is really good news. And speaking of the Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, this story is very, very odd. And of course, not surprising at the same time. This is from the Daily News. The last man to share jail cell with Jeffrey Epstein died last month of COVID. How coincidental is this? Look at this man. Doesn't seem too happy. Maybe him and Jeffrey Epstein had some heart-to-hearts. Who the hell knows? But this supposedly was the last man to be, um, to be housed with Epstein when he was in the Manhattan jail. And, of course... He died last month in the Bronx uh, uh, after catching the coronavirus at a jail for, for cooperating witnesses. Efren Stone Reyes, 51, was found dead in bed on November 27th at his mother's apartment, NYPD confirmed. In August 2019, he shared a cell with Epstein only to be transferred to the privately run Queens detention facility. The day before the accused sex trafficker hanged himself, according to his family and borough of Prisons records. Funny thing is, for a for a disease that's 99 what point nine six percent uh, survivable, and this dude dies from it, more coincidence. Maybe him and the uh, and the Nashville bomber were hanging out too. Maybe the FBI found some links there and just said scrub it. Let's just suicide this guy and say it's COVID. It's very convenient. So that is very odd to me as I saw this, but again, nonetheless, not surprising. So as we are, as we're going more into at the end of this year, we're coming to the end of 2020 here. And I was, I was under the assumption that we would be out of, um, out of the lockdowns by now. We would know who our president was, but yeah, here we are, here we are. And the draconian measures, they just seem to keep stacking up and they're getting worse. And people are getting sick and tired of this. Charles V. Pan here on Twitter says, when draconian measures fail, what do you do? You bring them and go further. Spain is now setting up a registry of people who refuse to take COVID 19 vaccine and share it with the European Union. South Africa president bans alcohol sales, orders new mask wearing rules. California governor Newsom to extend state home order in LA County. And this tweet came out yesterday, and I can tell you right now, I can report with confidence Gavin Newsom has extended the lockdown orders. With no timetable, all it said was it was indefinitely being extended. No timetable, no timetable. So what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen here when people lose their minds? And we're seeing more and more reports of these new COVID strains coming out. Um, it was just reported that the newest strain that Britain um, evaluated and was able to locate now has now popped up in a in a 20-something year old in Colorado. I'm calling bullshit and all this and this new, this new strain of COVID can go fuck itself right outside the country. Nobody, and I mean all of you out here, does anyone believe this? Does anyone believe that we're seriously gonna go down this road of new strains of COVID? Just as 2021's coming up, just as we're getting a new present, just as we have a vaccine for COVID-19, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the mainstream media is now focusing on this new strain. And what do we get with this new strain? Remember when COVID was coming out, China was throwing all these videos of of literally soldering people's doors shut, keeping people locked in their houses. Remember all the videos coming out. Well, they're doing it again. A new wave of scare videos from China is hitting social media platforms again. This is just one example. There are many more and it's just them spraying which looks like smoke, some kind of gas. And I don't know if you're looking at this, there's no people around here. They're literally spraying a side of a building what looks like just smoke or gas. To anyone that's not really paying attention and see this, this is this is insane. And I just saw someone in the, uh, in the Twitch chat say, I found a new strain of weed. There you go. <laughs> that's a good strain right there. That is a good strain. Maybe you can name it COVID-21. It might sell great. But yeah, what are these guys doing? They're absolutely doing nothing we're seeing a repeat of history ladies and gentlemen from right from the beginning of the year are we gonna fall for this again are we gonna fall for it again we are not going to i can promise you that but when we're looking at almost now coming up on a year's worth of data whether do whether mass work mandates work lockdown do the lockdowns work and we're finding the data coming out and it's you can't deny it they don't work Masks don't work This asymptomatic spread, which is what was based, the scientists based the lockdowns to do, asymptomatic spread is not true at all. They did a study on 10 million um, Chinese residents in Wuhan and found a massive percentage of them. I forgot what it was, it was something insane, but none of them were asymptomatic, barely any of them. And that was the science based to call the lockdowns for the rest of the world. But this interesting statistic here on Mass says right here from Kyle Becker, Over the allotted period, counties with mask mandates saw 4.7% of their population infected, while those without them saw a 4.6 infection rate. Almost zero difference. It's time to face the fact that mask mandates do not work to stop or even slow the spread of COVID-19. And this has been no secret. We've talked about it on this channel for so many times, but what I'm trying to get at is what's gonna happen in these states like New York, California, where the lockdowns are so extreme People are going to lose their minds and they're going to be pushed to do extreme things to survive. For the people that work under them, their own families. I saw a video here of a man out in California where he blocks a health inspector's car after being threatened with a citation, and he absolutely goes off on the cop and the and the um, and the health inspector, yelling at him. I got the video here. I want to play this because this is this is exactly where I see this going. If we these lockdowns do not end, they're going to cause more damage. And it's only going to get worse. Watch this.
1: Yeah, because he wants to come in here and say no one can work,
0: so he can't work either. Where do, do you work? Bread and Barley, right there. Are you, uh, what's his brother? I'm
1: Carlos Loma. This guy. The owner of Bread
0: and Barley? Yes. Okay. So, you're
1: the
2: one
1: that's okay, so, so scary. this guy's saying that you can't work? Yes. Okay, so I'll Okay.
0: Yeah, he, did, he decided to come today and take pictures of people outside and say that you've got to find us and we can't work out yet. So if we can't work, he can't work.
1: Can you do me a huge favor? I'm not moving my truck. Uh-huh. Better get your supervisor. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: John, fucking credit Because I am in his
1: truck.
3: Someone's coming. I'm not
0: moving. So everyone that's going to be listening to the podcast, this owner of a vehicle here. He has his truck here, and he's parked right in the middle of the street blocking the inspector from leaving. And he says, if I'm not working, the health inspector is not working. This is what happens when people go. get desperate. He's not gonna go I'm desperate. He's not gonna go Who's going to pay her parking?
1: Who's going to pay my cook's rent? Listen, I will get a supervisor out here for you, but just so it's not hard on us, that so traffic can move. through. Can I want it to
0: be hard travel? on everyone. I want everyone to see how hard this shit is. Everyone that wants to come out here and eat, they can't. Everyone that wants to drive down Citrus and visit one of the restaurants, but they can't. This guy needs to know how hard it is.
4: That's what he needs to know. You're out here enforcing, doing your job? Did you get a paycheck on Friday? Did you get a paycheck? My people don't? I bet you got a paycheck, didn't you? You're just doing your job, right? We're all just together. When I go to the bank, do I tell the bank, the health department said it's okay? The health department said I don't have to pay you. The health department said I can't make a living. Hey, sir. I
1: can't make any money. Sir. Is that what I tell the bank? Sir, can you step up here for me, please? What do I tell my employees? What do I tell my employees? Okay. He's out here enforcing it. You don't enforce a fucking rule without any consequences. Sir. There's you- consequences to everything in this world. Can you come up- out over here, please? There's consequences. Sir. Do you know the consequences?
2: They can't pay their bills, fuck me, this isn't about me. They can't pay their
0: bills. And what's gonna happen here? What's gonna happen? It's gonna get worse from here if these things don't end. I don't know, I don't know what small businesses can do. I I really don't know at this point. You can't, either you pack up, you close down everything and you just, what do you do? I don't know what you do anymore and it's terrible to see this. It's really terrible, but we're going to dive into more. President of this, Trump the, uh, has ended former president. And the, I hate The Hill. This is why I hate bringing up The Hill uh, articles. They just pre- play their videos right in the middle of everything. But either way, we're going to dive more into the uh, COVID stuff and the vaccine and Bill Gates towards the end of the show tonight. Last bit of good news here um, before we jump into the funny video of the night. Trump ends Obama's 12-year run as most admired man according to Gallup polls. Now, no one believes any polls um, more than I do, but I thought this was pretty funny. President Trump has ended former President Obama's 12-year run as the most admired man in America, edging out his predecessor in the annual Gallup survey released Tuesday. Yeah, go screw yourself, Obama. We love Trump. 18% of the survey's respondents named Trump as their most admired man, compared to 15% who named Obama and 6% who named President-elect Joe Biden. of course, The Hill is going to phrase it as that. So, congratulations, Trump. You have now made it. You were a made man, not that you were before, of course, but it's pretty funny. So, all right. As you guys know, you might have saw the video of the of the uh, this big statue, this humongous statue um, that I don't know where this thing was made, but it was it was it was revealed under this gigantic sheet of this nurse first responder with masks and everything to commemorate. Um, to commemorate first responders, doctors, hospital workers, nurses, all that good stuff. And I'm not bashing any nurse out there or anybody that works in the medical field. I'm bashing these these hospitals, hospital staff that are making videos of them dancing, having fun, celebrating. And you go and see videos like this business owner in California yelling at health inspectors, closing down their businesses, giving them fines when they don't have money to pay them anyways. These people, they need to stop the shit. They are literally, you are so insensitive and so far out of touch from America and what Americans are feeling as far as small business owners. It's disgusting, absolutely disgusting, and they reveal this statue. So, of course, the meme the meme workers out in the uh, Twitter world, out in the internet, they, of course, they, of course, make something into uh, absolutely, something hilarious, and I want to show this off. This will be our funny video as of today. This should have been the reveal for everybody, and, of course, while we're celebrating Trump being the new the new man, the new man that everybody loves. We're gonna play this video here. We're gonna I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. <laughs> Trump twenty twenty, baby. for tuning
1: in to the land of the real but it's like the twilight zone the plan is surreal it'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed talk to light all the plans grab your glass light, it's time to go down the rabbit hole it's dark and hell is hot dealing with fantastic souls the tide is turning hideous and now in control apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold stay woke open up guys and keep them healed all they do is lie realize how everything is real through looking glass, the future is revealed future proves past but there won't be any deals woke well, society's fam you know it's time to go grab your popcorn sit back now We're doing the show severe anon on the mic so come on enjoy the boat. the wave is driving, then you know it's only gonna grow
0: all right we're at 2.8 thousand viewers on d live 276 viewers on twitch And let me hop over to Pilled, see where we're at on Pilled. Here we're at 112 on Pilled, and I don't know where on Periscope. I'm sorry guys, Periscope is going to the wayside, and will be gone probably in the middle of uh, January, whatever. I don't know, but we got a solid crowd so far. I would love to uh, continue to hit our numbers here above 4,500. We're gonna get there. Thank you guys for the diamonds, the Ninja Gaming so far. We're just getting started tonight, and I'm hoping um, we're gonna be getting around 4,500 viewers, getting close to that five viewer mark every single day. We're at almost eight thousand followers on uh, on D Live here. We're growing so fast. Eight thousand on BitChute, Rumbles almost to six thousand. We're slowly rebuilding everything up here. We're close to thirty thousand subscribers across all platforms. And you guys, go on Gab TV. If if the mods can drop my links to Gab TV, go there and subscribe. It's going to house all of my content as well. And that's definitely a platform that you will not see me get censored or any of our friends get censored on. At all. So, let's jump into the content, shall we? I want to just touch just a little bit on this Nashville bomber, and we're gonna get into some more important topics. It's it's for this theme that this whole mistrust of the DOJ and the FBI. Um, no, you can just tell. I was following the story on, on Twitter. Obviously, that's where I get a lot of my news from. It's why, it's where all the uh, independent citizen journalists. Um, that's where most of them post. So that's where I go. Um, I'm watching all these details about the about the bomber coming out. And it just seems so easily, so easy for the FBI to put these pieces together. It's been two days, locked up case. He blew himself up in this thing, and it's all over. We know who he is, um, where the RV came from. And just like that, just like that, he was some crazy guy that just wanted to people to remember him by. And they even went as far as the guy believed in aliens, all this crazy stuff. And, of course, the Daily Beast articles. Have to write about Q because literally the only people that I see talking about Q or even writing Q anywhere is mainstream media outlets. As far as myself and a lot of our friends, we barely talk Q anymore. We really don't even talk about Q anymore, which is fine, which is totally fine. But you're seeing all these all these hit pieces and slam pieces. But either way. From just the news here, suspected Nashville bomber reportedly said, Nashville in the world is never going to forget me. And we're not going to forget him because obviously and this is probably one of the biggest explosions probably who knows how long. I don't know if it's obviously nothing's bigger than the World Trade Center, but it was, it's was. it got to be up there like in the top five. It's the terrible top five list to make it on, but this was huge. So... We're seeing quotes like this. Nothing about this guy raised any red flags, Laud said. The outlet noted he was just a quiet guy, and this was the name. Anthony Quinn Warner, the man suspected of perpetrating a bombing in Nashville, Tennessee on Christmas Day, had remarked, just days before the blast, the city and the world is never going to forget me. The Associated Press reported that Rick Laud said that he spoke to Warner less than one week prior to Christmas, and after inquiring about how Warner's mother was, Lawd posed the question. Is Santa going to bring you anything good for Christmas? And Warner smiled and replied, oh yeah, Nashville in the world is never going to, forget me loud, said. And they're putting these stories out. They're putting these stories out, and part of this might be true. But the problem I have with it is, we know about the Anthony Weiner laptop. We know about Hillary Clinton's emails. We know so many things as far as Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Ukraine. The FBI just sits on things, but when it comes to something like this, it's investigated, they find the person, they put all the pieces together in less than two days. This is a solved case and a closed case. And this is the problem I have with it. for Modern Day Joseph here on Twitter. So the FBI can solve a bombing in under a day, but give them Hunter's laptop, Hillary's emails, Epstein's black book, and proof of play for pay in Ukraine. Years later, they don't even know they have it or supposedly. Now, you're telling me that one person... One person here that just, they randomly drove to this location and caused this much devastation because he was just crazy. He was into UFOs. He wanted to be remembered. He literally gave a notice on the megaphone. You heard it. I played it on the show of people to, get, to evacuate and get away. But that's what you're telling me. I almost believe that what I'm going to show you more than I believe the FBI official story. Imagine uh, COVID kills you even after you blow yourself up. I was expecting this to be all over mainstream media news outlets as their headlines. Look at this. This is obviously fake. But in our world now, would it really surprise you that this ended up coming out as the truth? What really killed the Nashville bomber? Nashville bomber died from COVID-19 shortly after blowing himself up. And I know it's complete sarcasm and insanity. But in today's world, ladies and gentlemen... That, that could almost pass as a mainstream media headline. And I'm not joking. But this plays into the mistrust. And this is why so many mainstream media outlets were ripping, were calling anybody that, that defies the FBI or saying nobody believes the FBI as far-right conspiracy theorists. What do we have to go off of? What kind of faith, what kind of actions do we have to go off recently about the FBI that we can full-heartedly trust them when they tried to take out a duly elected president and I'm not bashing all the FBI. I hope there's no FBI agents that listen to me that hate my guts because I rip apart the bureau on Twitter pretty often and I'm not bashing. This isn't most FBI agents are probably good people, but the problem is because of Obama and Comey, nobody trusts the FBI at all anymore. They don't, they have nothing to give to us as far as actions. It's only words. Ray said Antifa was an idea and they were able to figure out this Nashville bombing. And just under two days, everything was set up perfectly. They put every piece together. And wouldn't you know, he was just some crazy guy that believed in aliens. And he blew himself up. But we already dug into what this building was that was on the street. The at and Data Center that was also linked to Dominion. Staple Street Capital. All these shell companies that are just fronts for, for China. That was just a coincidence. Nothing is talked about from the FBI as far as what we citizen journalists throw up on Twitter, put out on the boards, show just basic facts that anybody can go on a computer and find. But nothing is mentioned of that. It's all just crazy man, blew himself up, had some rough times, just wanted to end his life with a bang. Literally. And that's it. That's it. How can we trust that? How can we trust that? And it it just goes into this... This dark place that I don't like that we're going as far as as far as trust in our DOJ and FBI. And it's really hard to trust them at this point. And can you really blame any of us for that? We can't because as we all know, Barr, Bill Barr said on his way out, there is nothing for him to say that anything, all, any any fraud that's being alleged here is enough to overturn um, the election. But we're hearing there's reports here, just real quick from the Epic Times. Trump lawyers says DOJ should have investigated voter fraud allegations. Something can still be done. And this attorney, one of the President Trump's attorneys on Monday, said the DOJ should have done more. Jesse Binnell, a Trump attorney who filed lawsuits on behalf of the campaign in Nevada, told just the news that the DOJ dragged its heels and didn't look into the evidence that was brought forward. Former Attorney General William Barr, who left this post before Christmas Day, said no evidence of voter fraud. Uh, fraud that would overturn the result of the election. Later, he told reporters that voting machines should not be impounded by the federal government for an investigation. But according to Bunnell, it's especially important that at this point now acting attorney general Jeffrey Rosen fully investigates the issues of voter fraud that we know are out there. But it's so hard knowing that uh, we propped up bill Barr so much. I played the bagpipe videos. I had so many thumbnails with him in my YouTube videos. Even currently it's hard It's hard to think that somebody like him, the honey badger, would... We were hoping he was going to carry out his duty to Trump and to all of us, but it didn't happen. So there, you have this eroding faith. And it's not just the DOJ, it's also the FBI as we're talking here. Again, this is from just the news. Another Trump campaign lawyer says, Far more exposure of election fraud if DOJ had enlisted the FBI itself. It's always open season on conservatives and Republicans, and when you have blatant corruption... Blatant law breaking by the left. They just sweep it under the rug, said Jesse Banal. In attributing to the lack of Justice Department action against election fraud to a huge double standard, Trump campaign legal advisor Jesse Banal said Monday there could have been far more exposure of fraud if the department had brought the FBI in to investigate using subpoenas, witnesses, and documents. And at this point, even if the DOJ did, did would anybody really trust the FBI to carry out a good, full-out investigation? Exhausting all the resources to be truthful, non-biased. I don't think we can trust them at this point. The DOJ had the chance to expose election fraud, not only right after the election, but even beforehand. It's always in that we just read that quote here. It's turning a blind eye to fraud and corruption because you're afraid of what the media might say about that. It's baffling to me that people are afraid of the media. Why who is the media? They're nobody. They are nobodies. They carry public opinion. The public opinion of the crazy left, we got to stop worrying about what the media and what the left is thinking. Their vision of the world is anti-American, and it's fear-based. Anything fear-based needs to be completely be rid of our lives. That has to be. And adding to the DOJ needs to be depoliticized. Benel said that people at the department need to take orders from their bosses and from the president of the United States. And this is where we're at, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know when this started. I remember when having jobs and having people with different political opinions and your boss, even my boss, having different political opinions, known difference in political opinions. But guess what? If he's your boss, he tells you to do something, you carry it out regardless. Our Justice Department, FBI, our judges, even even the corruption that we're seeing here with the Supreme Court. I don't know if you can say the corruption, but the whole we don't want to get involved idea with the election which I can kind of understand but at the same time what we're doing. We know what's at stake, and this is why it's so important to myself and all of you out there. But what, what happened to the point where you don't agree with somebody politically, but you still have your president, you still have your boss, he tells you what to do, you follow the law regardless of your politics. What happened to that? Because what I'm seeing right now is Orange Man is so bad, we're going to not listen to the law, we're going to have this second-tier justice system, we're going to use this, use, ju- use the justification of this man is so evil, as in Trump, and their supporters are right-wing conspiracy theorists. We cannot allow that to happen again to the point where we're going to override law. We're going to do our own thing. We're going to have a rogue shadow government. And, and, and this might be all rhetoric to all of you out there, the ones that have been paying attention much longer than I have. And this stuff has probably been going on for years, me myself seeing it. Seeing the scope of it coming into this world, it's so scary. And I know some of you out there have known for years that this has been going on. Just nobody cared. We always had the deck stacked up against us. But what does Trump do? Trump bring Trump brings the American first attitude. And there's an article out there by Breitbart that um, with Richard Grinnell talking about that sentiment of America first. It's the it's it's really the soul of our movement. We're not. We're not Republicans, we're not Democrats, we're not independents. We want to we want what we call what, our our Patriot Party, America First Party. That's where we're at right now, and that can never be put back in the bottle. But how do you fix this problem with well, the DOJ, with the FBI? The only way you're going to fix it is if you show the people something, some kind of action where you're actually dealing with the fraud, you're making arrests, subpoenas, something. Because as of right now, we have Nothing. We have reports of FBI looking into things, reports of FBI just delicately touching these cases, but that's it. That's all we have. So how can we trust these organizations anymore to carry anything out? We, I don't know. I don't know. You guys let me know in the chat what needs to be done. What needs to be done here, ladies and gentlemen, for people, for the FBI to wake up and the DOJ to get our faith again. Is it actions? What do we do? Is, it, is there going to be such a great awakening that we're going to demand these people step down? Because at this point, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to see what, what, a, what kind of actions are taken in the, next, in the next week, next two weeks. But it might come to the point where the, us, the people, need to stand up ourselves and force that change when all options are exhausted because nothing, these, the swamp is still running deep. Trump hasn't drained it, and it's not his fault. He's done his best with what he had to deal with in the last four years the man should be given another eight years as far as i'm concerned with all the shit he had to do and i know some people in the d live chat are calling for war i'm not calling for war i want peaceful protest i want nine non-violent protest that's what i want so many of us showing up we shut them down we shut them down that's what i want here but you know what Trump's been calling out. He said he had more news as far as election fraud showing up. And we're going to get into this other theme here that I want to bring up here because I do see an eroding of faith in our DOJ and FBI, and I don't know where that goes. I don't know. But all I do know is there's more news coming out on election fraud as far as votes and foreign, foreign international um, hands on our voting machines. So Trump tweeted this out uh, yesterday. Breaking news, in Pennsylvania, there were 205,000 more votes than there were voters. This alone flips the state to President Trump. He put this out there yesterday. Everyone's like, whoa, hold on. Is this something new or is this old news? This is completely new. And what is this? This is from the Gateway Pundit. Pennsylvania certified results for present are found in error. The error is twice the size of the difference between candidates. Now, what are they talking about here? This is what we're talking about. The county data had 6,962, The sure data had 6,760. 202,000 more ballots cast than voters who voted. That is a huge discrepancy. And total votes counted in the presidential race, it comes down to 170,000 more ballots voted cast than voters who voted. How do you certify results when you have more votes than voters? I don't have to be a genius. Nobody out here has to be a genius to figure that one out. But where is that going? It's common sense, people. I'm preaching to the choir here on this. But this is apparently this came out just yesterday, and this is uh, this is this is from the uh, Harrisburg. A group of state lawmakers they're performing extensive analysis of election day, election day data, a comparison of official county election results to the total number of voters who voted November 3rd, as recorded by the Department of State shows that 6.9 million total ballots were reported as being cast. And the DOS Sure system records indicate that only six point seven million total voters actually voted. Huge discrepancy here. And this was also the letter from the from this lawmakers calling this out, saying, saying, however, we are now seeing discrepancies on the retail level, which raise even more troubling questions regarding irregularities in the election returns. These findings call into question the accuracy of the sure system, consisting in the application of the Pennsylvania election code. These numbers don't just add up and the alleged certification of Pennsylvania's presidential election results were absolutely premature, unconfirmed, and in error. And Governor Tom Wolf was one of the ones that signed off on this and put this through. And Trump is now calling this out. Now, everyone's saying now, that's fine and Danny Scott, but what is this matter if no one's going to be looking at it? And that is the question. That is the question. Who is going to look at this and stop playing games and stop doing these We're not going to look at the case, the evidence where it's not because we're not looking at the evidence. The evidence is legit. It's because it's not doesn't have standing. It doesn't have some some minute detail that can be used to punt the case down further past um, Inauguration Day. That's what I'm seeing. More procedural bullshit to punt these cases down the line to become effectively trying to put to uh, count down the clock. So these things become irrelevant and we're just going to brush this under the rug and move on. That's what's happening here. But what I'm seeing here more of, where I think is going to play, and nobody is going to deny because we heard for we heard about Russia for four years about how they interfere with our elections. But now we're seeing more and more evidence of election interference from foreign interference on this election more than we ever saw four years ago. Check this out from CD Media. White House has extensive evidence of foreign interference in November third election, and this one's bad. This one was out of out of Nevada, sending. Voter information to Pakistani intelligence. A well-placed source has provided CD media with extensive evidence the White House has obtained on foreign interference before, during, and after the November 3rd U.S. general election. Example one is CavTek is a private Pakistani-based business intelligence firm with close ties to the Pakistani intelligence service, the ISI. The co-founder, Wakis Butt... (laughs) We're just going to leave that one there. It's cc'd on emails containing personally identifiable voter information from the Nevada Secretary of State. And this is the screenshot of that email. What you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, is a downloadable link of voter rolls that cc'd this Pakistani intelligence um, group and was sent to them, and they also received it. Why, in God's name... Our voter rolls of people's addresses, names, date of birth. Why is this list being sent to Pakistan? Why would that be? Why is anything leaving our country going to foreign countries with such with personal information like that? A Pakistani intelligence organization. Why the hell is that happening? Well, this is straight up news. This is this is from the Gateway Pundit talking about this. And this apparently was made known to whoever these officials were in the state of Nevada, and they were just ignored. It says, true the vote, later wrote the Assistant Attorney General for National Security, John C. Demers, about the date breach. The letter obtained exclusively by by Breitbart News that when the email arrived, I was shocked to see the inclusion of another email address in the CC line. And it says right here, this is kind of hard to read from your screen, but I can see it. Pursuant to making a request to the Nevada Secretary of State, the state's website provided information through a downloadable voter file via email. When it arrived, I was shocked to see the inclusion of another email address in the CC line. The address was wakas at cavtech.net. Wakas Butt is the CEO of Cavtech Solutions. Cavtech is a Pakistani-owned company located in Lahore, Punjab, Pakistan, with ties to Pakistani intelligence, military, and their interior. The fact that this company was CC'd on an email containing access to the Nevada Voter Registration Database appears to be evidence of a breach within the Nevada Secretary of State's own email system. The Secretary of State's own email system, guys. This isn't made up. And it says, obviously, the problems that such a breach may evidence include access to at least the voter registration information of Nevada residents. At worst, it could reveal a breach that gives foreign a foreign power. Access to not only the state of Nevada systems, but also to the email systems of anyone whom the state communicates with via email. And that's something I didn't even think about. They now have a, access to Nevada State, state um, Secretary of State emails. They have that connection now. Can they, can they get more information out through a hack through that way? I don't know. But you want to see here. The people that work for this Pakistani intelligence organization, this is what he wrote. This was just taken off of Twitter. This is Who knows when this was? June 8th, maybe this year. There is no power on earth that can undo Pakistan, and ISI has always proved it. Yes, yes, Islam, ISI. That is scary. That wasn't the only example that I'm seeing here. Colonel um, Philip Waldron, who went on this entire tour with Rudy Giuliani, and Jenna Ellis providing the proof that him and his team were able to see. Remember he was talking about how on election night, him and his team and many others were able to track the uh, packets of information. And all that is when you say packets, it's just their data. It's a clump of data being sent to from one, one server to another. You can track these things, and you can see through IP addresses and all these other means, you can see this data moving throughout the web and where it's going and what countries it's going to. Colonel Philip Waldron here was on OAN talking about what he saw and how this happened live, talking specifically about this this private Pakistani-based business um, of intelligence, of him talking about what he saw here. This is the clip. Take a watch.
5: Do you have any reason to suspect or believe that there was foreign interference in our election? Yes. What are some of those ideas, or why would you say (laughs) that? Um, So I I guess from a a very overt perspective, the, the Nevada Secretary of State um, exported basically the whole, you know, personally identifiable information, the voter rolls, to a uh, company called CavTech in Pakistan that has close, uh, close ties to the Pakistani uh, ISI or the Inter Services Intelligence Agency in Pakistan.
1: The
3: voter rolls of Nevada. Yes. The Secretary of State of Nevada sent
5: in an email, <laughs> copied to the, the, the one of the co-founders of CavTech. And as a, as a, this company, one of the things that they advertise is uh, natural language processing and sentiment analysis. Which those of us uh, that uh, have run strategic influence operations, deception operations, those are tools to gauge sentiment, understanding, and um, uh, an an understanding of a a target audience. And so, if I was trying to influence operations in uh, Nevada as far as elections. I would really want to know what the voter sentiment in, in uh, Nevada was with that specific target audience. I mean, kind of going back to psychological operations, you you are trying to create uh, either an action or inaction uh, in a specific target audience. And those would be the type of tools that you would need to specifically electronically target um, to gain sentiment analysis and then to push messages back out. Yeah.
3: That doesn't.
0: So there is multiple problems with this not only do they interfere currently with what we have, if they want to target a, a group, maybe in 2018, 2020 for future elections, they now have the data to do it, to carry out psychological warfare, to make websites, to infiltrate big tech platforms. That That is the problem here. There is multiple problems with this, but Waldron here is confirming here, yes, we did see these packets going back and forth. And even Patrick Byrne here on Twitter also said, correct, this happened. I live in Nevada. This is Mindy Robinson. Um, Patrick Brown is just confirming her tweet here. I live in Nevada. True, the vote requested voting information from the corrupt Nevada Secretary of State and noticed a foreign Pakistani data firm was also cc'd on it. Our tally numbers were altered using a USB overnight, and the media refused to report on it. Poll watchers were refused in as well. It's the same pattern of behavior that we've all heard we've all witnessed to and all that other stuff but it gets worse it's not just Iran we've been talking about it we've been talking about China as well China is wrapped up in this just as much and this was retweeted by Sydney Powell today Patrick Byrne talking on e on his interview saying how he knows China hacked directly into a swing states vote counting operation and accessed a Dominion mobile device and they have documentation all to prove this Listen to Patrick Byrne talk about how he saw China infiltrate just one county, one in one swing state, talking about how China infiltrated the uh, Dominion voting system. Is there evidence that China, CCP,
5: has had a hand in meddling in our 2020 election?
3: Yes, there is. Hmm. Just yesterday, last evening, I reviewed information, uh, information, I reviewed data and photographs and IP addresses and such, that demonstrated a counting machine, a Dominion counting machine, uh, in a counting operation in a swing state, having that was directly hacked, well, directly accessed through, there was an, an appliance in the room, and, and that machine had a wireless card in it, and an appliance in the room that had an Internet of Things, if you know what that is, an mm-hmm. Internet of Things, wireless access, itself was accessed from China and from a certain city in China, from a certain IP address, that is belongs to one of the companies whose name is has come up as one of the, as a company that's really just a front for the Chinese military, Chinese national government. Mm-hmm. And from that company, through some various leaps, it got to an appliance that was in the room and then leaped onto, leapt onto, a Dominion mobile device that had a wireless uh, card in it. And the IPs, the entire thing, soup to nuts, is documented. On that fact alone, uh, on that fact alone, it's, it's you know, I think that should trigger all kinds of things. That's just one counting operation in one county in one swing state. Hmm. But I've, we have a, a Microsoft certified hmm. uh, security guy put it all together, and has all the documentation
0: and everything. So what you guys just heard there was we pretty much we have it all. We have it all. We have the documentation. We have all the uh, all, all the evidence that we need to put this together. People have put this together. And Sydney Powell confirmed this today on a radio interview um, with Todd Herman and Murray here on Twitter uh, put the th- uh, thread here together. just going to read a couple of tweets from this of her confirming this. The new report, this is um, from Sidney Powell, the new report has a truckload of evidence of foreign interference in the election in it. That's what people seem to want to deny, even though the FBI and SISA issued an advisory and alert back on October 30th and updated on November 3rd. So for them to deny that now is absolutely absurd. And a lot of people forgot that. The FBI and then SISA, whatever you want to call it, CISA, they put out a notice that foreign actors that were definitely um, involved with our elections and then it just kind of just disappeared after that absolutely just disappeared so for them to deny now is absolutely absurd and she's right plus we have an affidavit from an expert cyber warfare individual who even shows the diagram of all the attacks coming in and we know that the VPN the Dominion people left those open and un- unencrypted on the night the Dominion employees were so sloppy and anybody that has a VPN it's very easy to turn one on, turn one on and off They turned off the VPNs on all their machines. And the thing is, I'm not so tech savvy to know this, but if your machines aren't connected to the internet, why would you need a VPN in the first place? Right? They have the capability of connecting to the internet. We actually know that's one of their main features is connect to the internet. So with all this garbage and nonsense saying that it's not connected to the internet, why why would a VPN need to be turned on or off in the first place? But the threat continues here. This is how sloppy these people were. They just turned it right off. So those were left open and unencrypted on the night of the election so that anybody could get in. We know that the packets of information went to Serbia. And remember, all the 100 Dominion employees scrubbed their LinkedIn profiles of any affiliation with the company. I remember showing that screenshot on this show. That was in Serbia, Liechtenstein, Spain, Venezuela, Hunan, China, and Hong Kong. There was traffic all over into our election system that is supposed to be self-contained, not accessible by the Internet at all. We have witnesses who document that it was connected to the Internet. We have a study out of the Dominion voting system in Antrim, and it goes into a lot of the data that we've already talked about here as far as the 68 percent error rate. Insane problems. Insane problems. The problem is, ladies and gentlemen, is we have all this evidence. Who is going to step up and listen to it? Who's going to do it? And just to top this thread off, we have just an extraordinary volume of evidence that you wouldn't even even put in, a complaint, in the complaint stage of a normal case, but knowing the scrutiny this was going to receive, we've documented it extremely well as best as could possibly be done given the time allowed under the whole election setup. This was a masterful Machiavellian scheme by all the people that pulled it off. COVID was the cover for the fake ballots there are hundreds of thousands of fake ballots that were generated and put into the system. And we're getting more of this evidence of this every day. So we're going to have to see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to see what happens because I don't know what's going to happen at this point. I really don't. I really don't. But there's another piece to this puzzle that a lot of people have been talking about. A lot of people have different opinions on and something I want to bring up um, on this show. People are calling what's calling the Pence card. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here in just a moment, but I want to bring this up here because this is certainly a story that I've been seeing going around about Mike Pence taking the power back himself. He's going to be our hero. He's going to set the record straight. So how is he going to do this supposedly? Well, this is from the Gateway Pundit. VP Mike Pence can place himself next to Thomas Jefferson, in the history books by standing up for the rule of law on January 6th. How is he going to do this? And you know what? I'm just going to read right from this thread here because it's a lot simpler than reading from the article. So Thomas Jefferson was the author of the Declaration of Independence among the most revered founding fathers of our country, only became president because he he used his unilateral power as president of the Senate to open and count the presidential balance in his own favor. Come January 2021, Vice President Mike Pence will be presented with the sealed certificates containing the ballots of the presidential electors. And at that moment, the presidency will be in his hands. There is nothing stopping Pence under the authority vested in him as a, as president of the Senate from declining to open and count the certificates from the six disputed states. If they are certificates from non-electors appointed via voter fraud, why should he open and count them? And this is, this is what people are saying. Pence is going to have the power here to supposedly throw out which ones he thinks are fraudulent and keep the ones he thinks are legit. The certificates that the president of the Senate is to open are those of the electors, not those of non-electors. The president's position going into January, 2021 is thus considerably stronger than the media would like to admit. There is constitutional language and historical precedent that gives his vice president unilateral power to decide the outcome of our contested election. Now, will Pence have the courage to faithfully perform his constitutional duty, constitutional duty? Now, I just want to talk about this for a minute. There are a lot of things here going on here, a lot of counter um, opinions that I've seen. People in our movement as well saying, this doesn't make any sense. If Pence just does this and go and carries out this, what is the left going to say? What is the media going to say when it's, when it's just going to be, oh, Pence just decided to just throw himself in there, be a dictator like Trump and just say, these votes, we're throwing these ones out and we're keeping these instead. Now there is historical precedent precedent for this and technically it can happen. The other side of this thing as I've been seeing is that Pence is a snake. He's going to backstab Trump. People don't trust him. And my view on this, ladies and gentlemen, we would have to assume then at that point that Trump's a moron and he's had this snake, in his office with him for for almost four years now and that Trump just has no idea and he's just sitting around with it, with a thumb up his ass. I don't believe that to be the case at all. And the other thing is here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure Mike Pence would love to run for president at some point, maybe in 2024. And if this is the route that he can take, if there's a precedent here that he can, that he can stand on, which he obviously can, he is going to catapult himself into the history books as a all-time American hero. And I can tell you right now, if if Pence ends up being the Pence card and he ushers this in, I can tell you 2024 is going to look extremely bright for, for, for Mr. Pence there. No doubt about it. And I'm sure a lot of us would, would vote for him if that were to be the case. Me personally. We want America first going forward, and that is the, that is going to be the new party slogan for all of us out there. And if it ends up being the Republican Party, our own version of the Republican Party, we'll have to see how that plays out. But we're seeing this, um, this other story that came out about Pence here, and we're going to get into something here that's very interesting. There's news that came on on January 6th. We know it's the big day here that everyone's looking forward to, everyone going to D.C., On January 6th, after overseeing declaration of the winner of the 2020 election, VP Pence will jump on a plane and fly overseas. Now, why is this relevant? So, supposedly, Vice President Mike Pence is scheduled to travel overseas for the first time during the COVID-19 pandemic. The Indiana Republican will depart the U.S. on January 6th for a trip that will include stops in Bahrain, Israel, and Poland. According to a government document obtained by NBC News, Pence will remain abroad through January 11th. It's unknown why the VP decided to travel at this time, or if this is in some indication of how he is going to act during the proceedings in Washington, D.C. regarding the 2020 election. If he approves the uh, nomination of Joe Biden, he will go down as the greatest traitor in history, but if Penn steps up and throws out the electoral votes in certain states where rampant fraud ensued, he will go down in history as one of the most courageous leaders of our generation. America's dilemma is whether Pence fully understands the record amount of fraud involved. And I am I hate this statement. I'm sure Pence isn't, he's not sitting around saying there's no election fraud. Are you kidding me? He would get crucified by, by us, by the base. So I would love to know in the chats, ladies and gentlemen, do you trust Mike Pence? Do you trust him? Do you have trust in Mike Pence that he's going to do this? The other thing is here, do you think it's odd that Mike Pence is scheduling his first out of country, um, going abroad right after the sixth—is he doing this to get away? Is he doing to get away from the public, getting out of the country? And I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of nos. I'm seeing a lot of nos in the chat. That's very interesting to me. I was, I was assuming to get more yeses. That's so funny. A lot of people on the fence, uh, on the fence on Pence. That is very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, we're gonna have to see. There's a split opinion here in the chats, and I can see that here. Very interesting, guys. That's that's I, I was not expecting that. But the the other thing here I want you guys to see is this is this lawsuit that the GOP itself is bringing against Vi- Vice President Pence, and this is why I think maybe there could be more to the story than we're seeing. We're gonna have to wait and see that we're gonna we're gonna see eventually at some point. But check this out. This is crazy. GOP lawmakers file suit against VP Pence in challenge to election results. Texas Representative Louis Gomer is leading the charge in the legal efforts he hopes will prove fruitful on January 6th. Listen to this. If this doesn't scream panic, I don't know what does. On Sunday, a lawsuit was filed against <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence of Texas and several other congressional Republicans. The Swamp, the Rhinos, challenging the official results of the 2020 presidential election ahead of January 6th. The lawsuit is about the very specific role that the vice president plays on January 6th when Congress meets to to count. The electoral college votes is expected to certify Joe Biden as the winner of the election. Generally, the vice president is limited to a ceremonial part in the meeting. However, the lawsuit asks asks a federal judge in Texas to overturn the precedent, which I just described to you, um, to the electoral count act of 1887 and grant pence the authority to reject the official election results in certain battleground states the lawsuit argues a constitutional gain, a, a case against the 1887 law but remains a long-shot attempt to change the apparent outcome of the November election the rhinos in the Republican party are are, are suing vice president vp of Pence already before this has even taken action. And you know for a fact if they're trying to do this. They are going all out, full out to stop, um, to continue the steal. So this is what I'm saying. I'm in the middle with all you guys as well. I'm 50-50 on Pence. I've never been a huge fan of Pence. He seems kind of just this ghost, really. You have Trump here. You figure Pence would just be... um you think he'd just be as fiery as, uh, as Trump? And I got to say, the last time I saw Pence really speak was when he debated um, Kamala Harris and, act- and just completely mopped the floor with her, which was great to see. But we're seeing this reaction from rhinos in the Republican Party, but we're going to have to see where this plays out. We're going to have to see. One more quick topic before I get into another funny video here, and we're going to get jump into Bill Gates and this vaccine. Let's talk about this. Let's transition here to this uh, to this bill, to the COVID bill, um, the the uh, the National Defense Bill, all this stuff. So quickly here, Trump averts this from just the news. He averts shutdown, unfortunately, because I would love to see the government shut down. I would love to see them not get paid. That'd be great. Signs a $2.3 trillion spending and COVID relief bill. And he said he did this because, despite his misgivings about wasteful spending and low stimulus payments in the bill, Trump said he signed the legislation because I have an obligation to protect the people of our country from further economic devastation. He said, however... More money is coming as Congress votes this week on larger checks. And again, he said, I will sign the omnibus and COVID package with a strong message that makes clear to Congress that wasteful items need to be removed. I will send back to Congress a red line version, item by item, accompanied by the formal rescission request to Congress insisting that those funds be removed from the bill. And that's why I thought it was interesting when when I posted this as my thumbnail. The red lines of things he wants out. And they have Dan Scavino posting this picture of him at, I don't know if he was at the Red Line Diner. According to his Facebook, he was there. But it's very interesting to see this. Now, people are saying, oh my God, that is, literally Trump is having to put faith in Congress to come through with their promises. That is true. That is true here, but I, I, don't, I don't know all the information on this bill myself. All I know is, I saw on Twitter people saying Trump caved, and I was getting so pissed off because again, there's so many big accounts out there that just black pill the hell out of their audiences with, with the with the blow with with the blow of the wind, and immediately they're they're just they're down on Trump, they're sour on Trump. When have we ever see, seen Trump cave? The only thing I see Trump doing is doing a, the most he can, the most he can to get help to the P- American people. He's the only one out in Congress, the only one out there trying to do anything for us. And the crazy thing was, this was reported yesterday. The House, this is from Kyle Becker, the House of Representatives passed a standalone bill that would raise the direct payment amounts distributed to American households under the new COVID-19 relief legislation from two, to 2,000 from 600. The House then approved it, and then it was sent to the Senate. And I want you guys to see this before we move here. I want you guys to see how much the Republican Party hates all of us, all of us, and why they need to be primaried really hard in, 20, in uh, the 2022 elect. Yeah, 2022. Look at this number. 122 Republicans rejected this. This was to get more money to the American people. It's insane. It's sickening. Does anyone know why, this is from Shem Horn on Twitter, anyone know why Republicans hate their voters so much? Something weird with a bill I don't know about? Nope. It's just the rhinos in the Republican Party, the people that we voted for because Trump told us to, because we didn't want the hold to fund the police socialism movement to take over this country, even though it's already deeply embedded. They voted against it. And earlier in the afternoon, because this, this passed in the House, it had to go it has to go through the Senate now, McConnell blocked the first attempt to approve it. He straight up blocked it, and then we find out later on in the day McConnell was convinced convinced to do this because he was getting pushbacks from some Republicans in Congress. And this is what he ended up. This is what ended up happening with it. this is from National File. McConnell ties together Trump's demands for two thousand dollars, voter fraud hearings, and Section Two Thirty says this week it's going to be voted on. So Trump, when he was redlining some of these things, he wanted $2,000. He wants Congress on both sides to have voter fraud and voter fraud hearings and investigations and Section 230 completely repealed. Initially, McConnell was not about not about this, not not interested in helping me or you. That was initially what he ruled on. But then you can see here he got some pushback. Multiple reports indicate McConnell has agreed to the president's demands of the Senate to take up the House bill for $2,000 direct payments and all that stuff I just listed. It was reported, though, that McConnell initially did not intend to discuss this, raising the direct stimulus 2000, but Senator Bernie Sanders indicated he would block the override of President Trump's veto of the 2020 NDA if McConnell did not follow, did not allow for discussion on, rising, on raising direct stimulus checks. And this also comes after multiple Republicans have indicated they support President Trump's call for an increase to direct stimulus, including both Senator David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler, who are facing a a tight turnoff or runoff on January 5th. And just a side note, I don't know anything about David Perdue or Kelly Loeffler. Don't know if they're swamp rats or not, but all I can tell you right now is them backing Trump right now, that could be a simple uh, ploy because if they weren't weren't supporting um, this bill, It'd be political suicide, and you can say goodbye to any um, any support from the Republican base to come vote for you on January fifth. I can tell you that right now. And also, the race is pretty close right now as far as as far as the turnout for them voting. I believe David Perdue has a plus five, and Kelly has a plus four. But again, when I see th- razor-thin margins, I'm immediately going to think oh, Dominion's going to flip those bad boys, anyways, and we're going to have the same situation that we had with the uh, general election that happened in November. So it looks like here McConnell is going to combine these two bills, and supposedly Congress is going to – they're going to have to keep their promise here. But the funny thing is if Trump ends up being – when Trump becomes president again for the next four years, he's going to have full power to do whatever the hell he wants anyways. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. Do I feel good that Congress is going to follow through and um, do fraud hearings on, on vote? On, uh, on voter uh, voter fraud. Maybe Section 230 is going to come to an end and, and uh, Big Tech is going to die. That's why I hope so. But again, this is putting faith in Congress. But we'll have to see what happens. But anyways, ton of content I just dropped in you guys. A ton of news I just dropped in you guys. Do we all want to laugh a little bit? I want to laugh a little bit. Let's hear Hunter Biden do a simple rap here about him and his daddy. And uh, something we like to call subpoena, subpoena coladas. This is from the United Spot 2. Check this out, it's absolutely hilarious.
1: I said a crack, rock, the Biden to the China to the sick, sick rock. And I don't yeah, stop to smoke into the email. Bogey and I my daddy to the potus of America sea. Now, what you hear is not fake news. Crack pipes will burn your tea. And me, my dad, Ukraine and China don't want you to take a peek. You see, I am Hunter, man, and I really do like flow. To Ukraine, my dad, the breweries, my man, my emails and my hoes. But first, I got to light, light. The boogie to the woogie, take up light. My buggy to the come on, man, is that rock? I won't stop, the smoking no gun will make my emails talk. Well, so far, you heard my voice, but I brought Ukraine along. And next on the mic is my dad Joe. Come on, Daddy, sing that song. Check it out. I'm the J-O-E-Y, the B-I-D, and the rest is, um, uh, what is it, um, what is that, uh. If you like the peanut gelatinous, and getting caught in Ukraine, when you like sibling children, Gain,
0: oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love it. I love it, guys. Let's just see what we got over here for the viewers. I'm glad everyone's laughing and having a good time. We're at 3.2 thousand viewers on... D live 361 on Twitch, and let me hop over to Pilled here real quick. Pilled, we're at 194. Really, really great stuff. So guys, I just want to cover just a couple more a couple more things here. and We're gonna hang out um, in the chat. I was I've been seeing so much stuff on the vaccine here and the side effects, and it's really scary. And you guys know how I feel about vaccines. You know how I feel about it. I'm glad everyone's loving it in the chat. Yes, that was a great video. Um, these are some of the things that I'm seeing here. I will not be taking the COVID vaccine. I can tell you that right now. Page 132 of Pfizer vaccine. This is from the Patriot Girl one on Twitter. Basically says no unprotected, unprotected sex up to 28 days after second dose due to reproductive safety risk. This is for males and females. Birth defects due to genetic, excuse me, geez, due to genetic manipulation. I don't know about you guys out there, all the gentlemen out there. That, to me, does not want to uh, – that alone would mean, no, I'm good. And even Rob, Rob Schneider, if you guys aren't following Rob Schneider on on, on on Twitter, he's a great follow. You can definitely tell he's a uh, he's woke in a good way. Rob Schneider also tweeted this out. Luckily for me, my freezer is completely chock full of this stuff already. And this was a – this is from uh, – I believe one of the notices on the vaccine, to protect fertility, some men may want to consider freezing their sperm prior to vaccination. What the F is that? What the F? And this is the problem I have. I have no issue with Trump trying to roll out the vaccine at insane, insane speed. That's why he called the Operation Warp Speed. But you got to think, normally vaccines take about five years to make. This one took less than a year. I just... I feel like it's it's just uh, it's an experiment. You're experimenting with, you don't even know if it's truly working or not. But the problem, the real problem I have here is, there was a there was a chief scientist from the WHO talking about how even she doesn't know if these vaccines are actually working. And again, this this could be propaganda um, to hurt Trump. We all know how reliable the WHO is, not the band the corrupt Chinese-owned um, World Health Organization. This is a 13-second clip of her saying that she doesn't have any evidence yet as, that this will work. Check this out. At the moment,
5: uh, I don't believe we have the evidence on any of the vaccines to uh, to be confident that it's going to prevent people from actually getting the infection
0: and therefore being able to pass it on. That was terrible audio, and I understand Pretty much, she's saying, I don't believe we have the evidence on any of the vaccines to be confident that's going to prevent people from actually getting the infection and therefore being able to pass it on. To WHO chief scientist, now she had. There is some logic to this. The vaccine just came out. It just started getting rolled out um, a couple weeks ago. There can be no data because we have hasn't been. It's being just now used on a mass scale. And to me, the CDC, what the, the WHO, the CDC. I feel like they, they, they just pushed this thing through. And I know this was a huge thing for Trump to get this done. So this is like, to me, this is such a huge balancing act. But the people that are getting this thing injected, there's so many doctors on the other side that's talking about saying that it's genetically altering your DNA. We don't know what this stuff's doing to us long term. To any young young couples that want to have kids, I would not want this stuff to go anywhere in, anywhere near me. And, and 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 on top of it, you don't know what you're passing down to your your own children. To me, it's insane. It's insane, and something even more insane that I have for you guys here. Bill Gates was asked what he thought about the vaccine, and if he thought the vaccine was safe, and you can't get any worse than this mumbling, bumbling idiot trying to he's spewing out word salad, trying to come up with an answer here. For a legitimate question about some side effects and people having, um, getting sick from it, having, you know, paralysis in their face, people passing out. Listen to what Bill Gates had to say, his answer, if the vaccine was safe. This is pathetic.
4: The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect, ranging from severe chills to fevers. So, are these vaccines safe?
2: Well, the, uh, the FDA not being pressured will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators, uh, and their current guidance on this, if they stick with that, is is very, very appropriate. Uh, and... You know, the it, the 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 side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things there. They, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose, and so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able to go with lower doses to get uh, responses that are are pretty high, including the the J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um It's great that we have multiple of them uh, that bill, are going everybody, out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the US better US than I do. Is,
4: but the bill, Bill, the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect.
2: Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where, you know, it's just, you know super painful but yes there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects the fda uh
0: he didn't say anything relevant to the last 5 seconds when she 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 was pretty much calling out his bullshit saying bill the people that took this in a higher dose they all experienced that and he's like well 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 yeah there was side effects but it's nothing that's going to be permanently altering you but these people are so sick Bill Gates, more than anybody, I almost hate him the most. He's not a doctor. He is not a doctor. And yet he's on here talking about things that even doctors are saying, yeah, this, some of these things aren't good. And this is this is so hard because these kind of talks, are they being used as a way to tip the scales of uh, the public view of, yes, Trump got this vaccine, but is this vaccine, it's so bad. And Trump's name's going to be attached to it. And it's really not. This is up to the vaccine manufacturers and what they pumped out and what the CDC and the FDA approved to be okay. Ultimately, it's not on Trump, but it's certainly going to be put on him if things go bad. And we're already seeing this new rhetoric talking about how there's a new strain of COVID, which I've seen so many conflicting reports saying it's nothing more lethal than the regular COVID, even though when I'm saying lethal, I'm talking about a disease here or or a virus here that has a 99.6% survival rate. But apparently we need a vaccine for that. More dancing doctors for that. It's unbelievable. But this sick the sick globalist, the sick man that thinks he can he can just throw his money at anything and just put it on the rest of us. I will gladly donate my vaccine and give it to him. And I wonder if Bill Gates has taken it himself yet. I wonder if he's done that. But Bill Gates here, he made news for another reason, and this is insane. This is from the Blaze. Controversial Bill Gates funded plan to dim the sun's rays and it's moving forward. Yes, this is actually happening. The billionaire philanthropist is set on saving the earth no matter what the cost. He will kill everybody on this on this earth just to get the outcome for saving it. Because remember, he wanted to reduce our population because we were being overpopulated. Man, this guy. While you may have been pl- paying attention to Gates' efforts on vaccination and lockdowns, you may not have noticed that one of Gates' most controversial causes just got a go-ahead, a project that would help him block out the sun. Reuters reported that the geoengineering plan, a Harvard University project, project funded largely by Gates, plans to test out a controversial theory that global warming can be stopped by spraying particles into the atmosphere, as if we don't have enough of that going on right now. And these particles would ultimately reflect the sun's rays back out into space. The news organization reported that the Swedish Space Corporation has already taken strides in testing out this theory. So what else is going on with this? The notion of geoengineering is a controversial one. As environmentalists have warned that such a plan could render alarming consequences, there are several problems with this plan, not the least of which is that we don't know what the unintended unintended consequences might be. But to environmentalists, the problem is that it doesn't solve global warming the way they they want it to. Routers also reported that many of the plan's opponents fear a slippery slope toward engineering the climate. And that is, that is where I have my problem. They don't want to stop at this, ex, at the small experiment. The reason is to get bigger experiments and to scale up. Obviously this is as much an experiment in changing social norms and crossing a line as it is, in, as it is a science experiment, Thomas warned. So that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, where does, where does this end? Now you're now, I know many creators out there have done digs on countries doing um, weather warfare, weather warfare, manipulating um, ecosystems, manipulating rain, manipulating storms, earthquakes, things like that. Even Tesla was testing out, um, testing out technology that can, that can invoke an earthquake. I mean, this stuff's been around for decades, but the problem here is, Bill Gates here has gotten the approval to do this, doesn't know what the unintended consequences are, but now we're, we're we're seriously screwing around with the way that God intended this our environment to work in a natural state. Now we're interjecting human, human science to protect from climate change by spraying particles into our atmosphere. What do those particles do to us? Are we breathing these in? What are these particles made out of? They're designed to mirror and reflect the sun's uh, sun's rays but we don't know what kind of we don't know if this is gonna further screw our planet up but guess what we do small tests and we scale up and we see what happens hope for the best and if it doesn't work well we'll just deal with the unintended consequences just like all the Africans um, that Bill Gates here completely what's the word for it neutered an entire generation and sterilized them with his vaccines out in Africa, and in many other places. That is documented. I've shown those uh, documents and studies from medical journals on this channel about what Bill Gates' vaccine did to all those people and how they sterilized them. But he doesn't care. Bill Gates doesn't care, and these people just do not give a shit about us because it's all about protecting us from ourselves, the theme of COVID-19 pandemic, and... This theme that the mainstream media just wants to carry on. Now, to end the show today, as I always like to do, on a good note, Rudy Giuliani says the election-related cases are going to blow up after Christmas. And he said... There is considerable movement in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. So starting after Christmas, this is really going to blow up, and I absolutely hope so. We all need as many victories as we can, and we're after Christmas. We're four days after, and this train is just getting to roll up again here, and I'm so glad to be hanging out with you all again after almost a three- to four-day break. But I want to end on an encouraging note here. This man, I think this was at a church, but he was speaking so much truth, and I believe it's so much truth we all need to uh, latch on to as well. And I'm going to play this, and we're going to wrap up the uh, show of this tonight. Take a watch.
4: And yet, freedom was losing. We were losing our liberty. We were losing. He, he said that, Reagan said that, um, detente, detente, isn't that what a farmer does with his turkey all year long until Thanksgiving Day? What do we say to our brothers and sisters now caught behind their iron curtain? Give up your dreams of freedom now because in order to save our own skins we're just too willing to make a deal with your slave masters do you and i have the courage to say there is a price we will not pay there is a point beyond which evil must not advance if would go on to say that evil is powerless if the good are unafraid well you and i have a rendezvous with destiny we'll preserve for our children this the last best hope of man on earth we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose this war, and in so doing lose this great way of freedom of ours, history will record with the greatest astonishment that those that had the most to lose did the least to prevent it from happening. Well, I think it's high time now that we ask ourselves if we still even know the freedoms that were intended for us by our founding fathers. Every generation of Americans needs to know that freedom exists not to do what you like, but having the right to do what you ought. And that is the freedom that I wish for you. Set yourselves apart from this corrupt generation. Be saints. You weren't made to fit in. You are born to stand out god bless you wow thank
0: you buddy so good how good was that we were born to stand out and that's exactly what we're doing here ladies and gentlemen myself all of you my friends that make that do these shows we were born to stand out we were born to save our country doing the little part that we can and waking up people um, by using the internet, by using our studios, um, doing this full time, ladies and gentlemen, this is my contribution. And again, for everyone going out there on the 6th, I wish I could be with all of you, but I can't. Please be safe and have a backup plan to your backup plan. Um, because I can have a feeling these hotel owners are going to, they're going to do something bad. They're going to, they're going to cancel reservations, put so many people on the streets and you know who's coming out at night. Antifa is going to be there. So please be careful. So, before everyone jumps out here real quick, if you guys all can, if the mods can please drop my Gab TV link in all the uh, chats, that'd be great. Go subscribe there on Gab TV, where I'm gonna house all the replays of my content. I'm also on BitChute and guys, I'm also on Rumble. Don't forget, when you go on Rumble, you need to search my name with one word, Woke Societies in one word, and my channel will come right up. I didn't realize that till the other night. Someone emailed me and told me, um, but I am on Rumble, BitChute. All those sites, all the links are in the About sections there, so please go follow. And remember, when you guys go to wokesocieties.com, this will also house my content, and you guys can go check out my store here. Still have all the same merch. Um, you can still get your Christmas ornaments if you want. They're still on sale. And the 2020 Participation Trophy is still there, but if you guys wanna catch all your Woke merch, you have the T-shirt, the V-neck for the ladies, you have hoodies, defund the media, you have coffee mugs, all this good stuff, guys. All, this, all these things here support this business and two other local businesses here in new york that my brother and our other friend here that makes all this merchandise with me all high quality the hats it's a really they make amazing gifts and of course now we have magnets working on stickers as well go check that out and of course guys if you want to watch me on the roku you guys can sign up at woke you can sign up here this is going to have the replays and exclusive content on it for just the people that sign up for this The best part that people love about this is I'm on the Roku and you can watch me directly from your TV. And eventually these other apps are going to have the option to watch on the TV as well. So right now, the Roku is definitely on there. This is for a cheap, cheaper than a Netflix subscription. You can do a monthly or for an entire year. That is a great way to become a personal sponsor of this channel as well. So you have all those options there, ladies and gentlemen. Go sign up at wokesercise.tv. Go check out the store. There are great ways to support me. And of course, you guys can always donate Directly um, to the channel through my cash app and all that good stuff remember I just have Cash up now Venmo and PayPal uh, They deleted me They deleted me. So there's that So let's get over here to d live and see what we got here. I will open up that chest. I will not forget. Let me do that now Going to distribute that We did really good guys. We did really really good as far as uh as far as numbers, we hit close to that 4,500 mark. I'll take it for a Tuesday. I've been off for three or four days. People are like, where the hell did, it, where did, where did Scott go? Where did he go? Still here. Still here. Haven't stopped. Still haven't stopped, and we're not going to stop. So we had all that good stuff. So thank you to Craig, and thank you to uh, Adel over at um, We The People Insider for hosting. I'm not sure if anyone else was hosting at this time. Quite frankly is on right now. He actually already started a show. So you guys can actually go over there now and check him out Scott you accept XRP supposedly XRP is uh, I, I Out of any crypto that I have I do have some XRP, but I don't send me any of it because I don't I don't know what to do with it <laughs> They'll do it so guys I'm gonna be on with methods tomorrow at 2 30 Eastern and it was gonna be another regular show schedule Um, I don't know if you guys, or if Red Pill has announced it. I'm going to be on with Red Pill on Friday night. I'm going to be his guest. We're going to talk about whatever the hell he wants to talk about. We're going to hang out on Friday night. You have my Thursday night show and my Saturday night show. A full block of content. And I'm still working on, um, still looking and searching for a co-host so I can do a five-day show a week. Somebody. I'm going to obviously decide who's going to be my co-host. I'm very picky with it. I like to keep the flow of the show going. I don't like to stop. I don't like to uh, do all that stuff. So yeah, still looking pretty soon though, guys, once that's locked up, we're going to have five days a week of woke societies and I can't wait. I need a co-host to do it right now. The amount of prep that I do for the the three days that I do is just so much time and with family, with a co-host it'll be easy on those days. Otherwise my family would never see me. So we got that going on. Thank you for the diamond, Robin Taylor. Love you, man. Thank you. Thank you, Robin Taylor. Let's look at the top contributors of the night. We have Sweet Patriot, Liz G, Vox215, Slur Giles, my man. Slur Giles in the chat. Miss.born, Heather July 16th, Wins Over It. Wins <laughs> Over, that's a great name. We have Deep Statements 2000, love that name too. 2002, Patrick 2, my boy with a 2,300 lemons and top contributor of the night, Hot Rod 70, Hot Rod 73 with 2,900 lemons. Thank you so much. Jmar 73 thanks again, brother, take the XRP. Thank you very much. Slur Giles again, Cosmic Kitty, you always got style. You can thank my wife for that, she bought this shirt. I would've never have bought this on my own, I can tell you that right now. Tell you that right now. Thank you everybody in the Twitch chat for hanging out the D live chat for hanging out let me hop over to the pill chat don't want to forget about you guys I cut that volume out so it doesn't blow up all right no power chats that's fine everyone's doing comfy over here in the pill chat that I see pill chat's crazy because you can post memes you can post pretty much anything you want in the uh, pill chat and it's great absolutely great we got some big things coming with the pill team you guys don't even know about yet. You don't even know about when it hits, you guys are going to be blown away. Big things coming with those guys. Any day, we're just getting the, uh, we're just waiting on the go ahead to announce what we're doing. So, yes, I will be with Red Pill. Uh, I don't know when he goes live. I think Red Pill goes live at 10 o'clock Eastern. That'll be on New Year's Day. So, we got all that. I'll be Red Pill's first guest for the new year in 2021 on Friday night. So check that out. That's going to be fun. Lucky Rabbit 4, God bless you, and Jim Chavez. All right. Thanks for the diamond. I don't know who Jim is, but sounds pretty cool. I'm going to hang out here. Actually, I don't want it. Let's listen. This is more upbeat. Scott, are you in DC on the 6th? No, negative. Negative. I have a pregnant wife here with a uh, three-year-old. I cannot leave right now. <laughs> hey, effing doctor! Thanks for the ice cream, my friend. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, all the guys that I know—they're talking. um, They hate D Live on Twitch. I'm telling you, you, better just follow me on Twitch. Or just follow me on D Live, because Twitch is a main is a big tech platform owned by Amazon. That's a taking time bond with them. They can nuke me at any time. How's the wife doing with the pregnancy? She was doing great. She's uh, dealing with sickness as you as you normally would uh, normally would have, but she's gotten through the worst part of it. We're we're through the first trimester, so we're gonna know very soon the gender, which I am very excited. I am keeping my fingers crossed. I would like to have a girl this time. But if it's not, it's fine. Hot Rod 73, Happy New Year, brother. Let's play, let's pray for 2021. Yes, we need lots of prayers coming into the new year. <laughs> it can't be any worse than 2020. I hope not. I hope not. But we'll see. And I just want to announce, guys, we just broke 8,000 followers on D Live. We're at 8,008. And give it another month, we're going to be at 10,000. 10,000 followers on D Live, and it's just going to keep growing. We're just going to keep growing. Thank you to my mods that helped out in Live on Twitch. You guys are fantastic. Codebreaker says, don't jinx it. <laughs> Too late, man. I already jinxed it. Hold on. I knocked on some wood. There you go. We're good now. I knocked on the wood. We're good. How many hot wheel cars have you slipped on since Christmas? You don't even want to know. My feet look like if I was in George Washington's army, walking barefoot through the snow for two weeks. That's what my feet look like. If you really want to know, because it's not just matchbox cars, it's Lincoln logs, it's crayons, it's markers, marker caps, what else would be on the floor here? There's probably over a hundred matchbox cars on the floor alone right now. There's no point of putting them away. Absolutely no point of putting them away. They just end up back on the floor. Scott for Trump's mystery bill after January 1st, mystery bill. What are you talking about? I don't know anything about Mystery Bills. Yeah, he doesn't even have Legos yet. No Legos yet. I love Legos. Legos are my jam. You guys remember Connects? Uh, I used to uh, I think they were called Connects. I, I built the uh, the huge, ro- I got the roller coaster one. The box was like the size of a guitar case and um, I built a Connects a roller coaster. Connects and, Le- and Legos were my, uh, they were my jam. I never built anything away from the manual that you got though. I always built built the thing, whatever the box was, and I left it. I was never that creative with it. Did you get some of the Legos that kill you instantly? No, not yet. I'm waiting for New Year's for that to happen. Depending on who the president is, if Joe Biden ends up being president, I'm gonna I'm gonna get those uh, Legos for myself and just do a swan dive on them. I'm just joking. People say, oh my God, Joe Biden's gonna be present, chill out. President Trump's gonna be present again. I'm, I have no, I have full confidence. Yes, yeah, so you remember the commercials? Yeah, the roller coaster That took me a couple months to build. I remember those. They had warnings of kids spalling them. Yeah, kids spall almost anything nowadays. The chest is not working because I opened the chest already. You just missed that boat. Follow the instructions. Yes, that is true. I don't even know if Connects makes things anymore. I, I haven't looked at Connects probably since I was a child, but either way, I'm going to hang out here just for the, uh, to the song ends, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to move on with our night here. I got to upload. The problem is after I do these shows, it takes me about a good hour and a half, sometimes two hours to upload this to Bitshoot, Rumble, my website the podcast platform, um, Gab TV now, so many so many outlets I have to upload. It was so much easier when I had YouTube, it just did everything for me, but those days are long gone, long gone. But yeah, I had a I had a good time with you all. I'm so glad to be back in the saddle. Great show, thanks for everything, or your hard work. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. I still think connects still has stuff, but they're hard to find. I mean, I could, I could always look right now real quick. I don't even know if I'm spelling that right. Okay. Steps to nowhere. Thank you. Hold on. Let me just pull those out. Deep statements. Thank you. Five subscriptions. Thank you so much. Miss.Born said, Trump mentioned a bill many times during the rallies. A mystery bill. Well, that is news to me. If that happens, I will see. Uh, I will check it out. Connects are still available. Would help if I spelled it right. Yeah, they are. I'm looking right here on Google. They are still available. That's very interesting. Thanks for those subscriptions, guys. That was really, that was really nice of you. Yeah, I did the Christmas Eve show. Then I did a Christmas show. And after the Christmas show, I was just like, you know what? I need to take the time. I'm I'm getting burned out. I feel it woke up. I didn't feel like doing the show. And when I get to that point, that's when I know I got to take a break. I wasn't on screen. I wasn't hosting anybody. I was just completely cut off altogether. But sometimes we need to get away from the phones, from the screens, just enjoy the time with family. And really you need to take some time to love yourself and get away from the screens when you're so involved with all the news and your phone and, you get away from being just with your own thoughts and your own self. That's something I personally need to work on. Something I'm gonna be working on in New Year's, that's for sure. And also losing a ton of weight. I gotta lose my COVID weight. When I moved to Florida, I gotta be looking I gotta be looking better than what I'm looking like now. I got the dad bod going on right now. But we'll be back, I'll be back with my normal weight probably in about a month and a half. And you guys are gonna see with, through my mom's diet how effective and how awesome it is. All that good stuff. All right, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me tonight. Let me get this music turned down. It was a good time. You guys will see me tomorrow on Methods to Madness. How do you describe on DLive? You just go right to the top, you hit subscribe, um, and you donate some lemons. I think it's 298 lemons to subscribe, but any donation will work. So thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You guys can find me on BitChute, on Rumble, um, all the other platforms, Gab TV. I'm on there. Please go find me. You guys know what I'm going to say. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke.